0: Thank you. to put the cross around your neck and walk somebody seeing it get offended meanwhile it's not his neck (laughs) you see we get offended about things we don't have to get offended about sometimes you even see somebody dressed in a certain way offensive dressing people come to me oh prophet look these days the Christian ladies they don't dress well I'm forgetting that there's Christian men too don't also dress well that somebody can complain to me why should some ladies put on trousers and come to church he got offended because he saw he came to church, saw somebody putting on trousers. I said, "Why are you offended? Is it your body?" <laughs> he said, "No, no. The Bible says that women must not wear men' dress." I said, "Are you God? <laughs> it's God who should be offended, Lord, well, He said it." Just our fraud. Who told you that the trouser the woman is wearing is a man trouser? <laughs> she went to a shop, female shop, and bought female trousers. And it's called a female trousers, and not a male trouser. And that's what is talking about the male thing. So I asked him, so we the priest who put on cassock, maxi dress. Are we also wearing women dress? (laughs) So we don't allow petty petty things to offend us. Amen. Sometimes, You get to a church, maybe you want help and the person I can't give you help. And you get what? Offender. Say they say they are Christians. Mm-hmm. Do you know the person's pocket? The fact that the person is well dressed, the fact that the person sat in a car and drove to this place. Do you know how he got money to buy petrol? into his car. Some of the cars there, there's only half a gallon inside now. (laughs) But because you are not in the tank, so you don't know what is there. (laughs) So you see that and you are very the person who is having the car in church is afraid how he'll get home, that whether that petrol can take him to his house. you are here with a free mind and you are listening to the word of God, you won't be happy. <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> is it not true? So you don't have to be very envious, very angry about somebody's uh, progress or seeing somebody and say, don't be angry just be content with yourself and, and know that you came here to serve God and just concentrate on that and serve the Lord your God last week when I was talking about offense I got to I mentioned two people isn't it One was who? I do not know. If you don't remember, I'll stop preaching. One was who? Cain and Abel. Two of you wanted to go and give your offering. You carried your offering. And Abel also carried his offering. You didn't give the offering to Cain. You all offered to God. And God decided to accept one because his heart or what he did was right. And yours was wrong. And your problem is not because God didn't receive yours. Your problem is that because God received somebody's uh, offering and refused yours. If God had refused both of them, He wouldn't have any problem. Oh? Huh? Yeah, like you and your friends, you see on examination. If all of you fail, you are fine. But if you alone fail, you'll be, it's a big problem. If it's a mass failure, you're happy. The problem you have, the shyness you have, is not because you have failed. It's because you alone failed. So you become angry with everybody and with yourself. You get offended. But if all of you failed, you know, you start laughing. Oh, Charlie, how was this? This India, we failed. Next time, let's do, you encourage yourself. So that is human being so he got it it happened to him it's not wrong to be offended you can be offended human being the offense are there but you don't have to give room for the offense to lead to sin yes he didn't like it he was offended that god accepted Abel's offering and his. And God said, look, if you did right, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at where? The door. Never allow that offense to end up. Anytime you're offended, sin comes. To stay in front of your door. And he says, What did he say? And a desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Whenever you are offended, sin comes to lie in front of you. Many things come, evil things want to come into your mind. The Bible says, Rule over those things. You want to hate that person, you wish you could do something against that person. This is sin lying in front of your door. Don't go and take it, rule over it. Tell somebody, rule over it. Rule over it. Tell them, rule over it. You cannot avoid being offended. That one, all of us will go through it. But your reaction is what are responsible in fact god gave me a chance when he argued i and like to go god, why did you accept my then and he was talking to god sometimes when you're angry can even insult god some of us uh, say, but why why did you bring me to this world to come and suffer so some more time god this year if you don't give me a husband <laughs> i won't Save you again as if every morning you bring water to go to bath as if you cook forgot to eat so you send threatening <laughs> messages to god god this year if we don't do anything me, the church, I won't come. I will never give offer again if you don't do something. <laughs> Threatening God. So, this is human and God understands us. He knows we we'll go through it. So, he being angry might not be this, but God was warning him that the position you have, sin, is lying in front of your door. The door of your heart, it's lying there. You can either forgive, you can either leave and move forward and say next time I'm going to do better, I will do well so that you God will accept my offering to, or you can dwell on it, think over it, and let the uh, uh, the sun fall upon. That's what When you are angry, don't let the sun fall upon what. See when you prolong those things ideas come, plans come what to do you become bitter and the bitterness tend to planning and in planning you execute in both sides he never heeded to god and he never even maybe he didn't make it known to his brother that he hated the brother. that he was finding a way to kill his brother. And if the brother knew that he was angry with him, he wouldn't go to farm with him. Oh, how? How are you? Inside his planning? Gradually, he went out of the brother, the brother thought that everything is cool. He thought oh, we've given the office pass, we've gone to church, we've fought, and look, we had an argument. That is all. Look, it's a disease. And that disease today will have to bring healing to it. Amen. He went ahead. Let's let's read it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother. He did what? He did what? He talked with what? So what does he mean? Huh? As if there is nothing at yeah. ast- stake. Mm-hmm. Very natural. Nice. Oh, brother, how are you? Oh, today, oh, let's go to farm. There is bonnet evil and it came to pass when they were in the field it means that a certain time passed so all of them since they have forgotten but when you brood bitterness offense for a very long time it grows and they can end up in murdering somebody so when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against his uh, Abel, his brother, and killed him. Last week I read a, another story. You know when he came, God wanted to punish him, and he, ne- oh, Cain is very bold. He negotiated with God. God said, Cain, will do this, and this. He said, God, my sins is too much for me. Reduce it. <laughs> Reduce my sentence. He negotiated with God that God, you said, you put the mark here, and what about if somebody says may kill me? Then later. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. God, said Sir punishment I can bear it. Surely you have drained me out of out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a figurative and a vagabond on earth. It will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. He knows the consequences of it. When you are not before the law, when you are outside the, the God's protection, you, are, you become vulnerable. Any small witch, any small thing can kill you. So he understands that God don't do that. Okay, let's look at it. And the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone find him should kill him. Look at how God is. You've sinned against God. God wanted to punish you. You brought your case and negotiated. God said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to put a mark that nobody will kill you. Because of that, the Vega Martin God reduced the distance. He have to build. You know, Cain build the city. David's son. What it be Brazilian? not if it had many he had wives. So he is one of the brother, the half sister. She like what half sister. Ghana, if I know. Say yes, stepsister. This boy saw the system and the worms in him, the demons in him. I don't know why. There are many ladies. Why? Last lust, dominated his body and he couldn't do anything. I don't think it took one day. It took a very admired lady, admired, went on, went on, went on, and fantasized many things at the point that the thing got hold of the brain, the, every part of his life. Lust became so high. And he couldn't sleep because of the, the lady. Like some of you can't sleep because of a man or a woman. Who doesn't know that even uh, you are interested in him or her? And it was, the man was like a sickness and a disease to him. So his friend, somebody saw him and his friend saw him and uh, you read that, I read the last week. Saw him and said, oh, what is it? So, oh, you know, sometimes bad people have bad friends. So the friend advised him that make, become a sick person. When you are sick and you have malaria and you can only drink soup from your sister. It's only your sister's soup that can heal you. sisters and brothers, be careful when you are the only person, somebody wants to come and lay your hands at night to get healed, Don't, I say go with somebody, when you go, in case anything want to happen, you run. <laughs> so the brother called, he came, he said, I want to eat. He told the father. The father oh, said, oh, your, your brother go and cook. See, everyone have a free mind. Go and cook for him. He went and cooked. And did a nice, big, nice uh, cake. Uh, so he said, no, 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 I can't eat it Unless you bring it to the bedroom. The Armon lay down and pretended to be ill. Some of us pretend to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Ammon said to him, the king, please. Let Tamar, my sister, come and make a couple of cake for me in my side, that I may eat from her hand. So now people are sick; they make that, about. they make more children. That's part of it. And David sent home to Tama, saying, Now go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. Let's look at it. So Tama went to the brother Amnon house. He was lying down. She took the pan and placed them out before him. But he refused to eat. Bonnie, evil is in the, in the mind. He refused to eat it. You said you eat it. Then Amnon said, Have everyone go out from me. At least this thing should send a message. I want to be alone with you so they can eat. <laughs> and they all went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, bring the food into the bedroom. Do we eat in the bedroom? He said, bring the food to the bedroom that I may eat from your hand. I want you to feed me. And Tamar took the cake which she had made and brought them to Amnon, her brother, in the bedroom. Now when she had brought them to him to eat, he took out, he took hold of her hands, and said to her, "Come, lie with me, my sister." Hey! But she said to him, "No, my brother, do not force me. For no certain should be done in Israel. Do not do this disgraceful thing." And I, where could I take my shame? And ask for you. You will be like one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from me. However, he will not heed her voice, and being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. He raped. It's a rape case. <laughs> then Ammon hated her exceedingly that's how lust does. Lust wants to finish. He hated the lady exceedingly so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. Extreme things. Aquano, there's a problem with the boy. And I'm not saying, well, arise, be gone. Now he's going to maltreat you. When he finished, you know, let, let you, don't let anybody miss you, abuse you. Uh, I, I had a I say that slightly used, <laughs> uh, greatly uh, devalued. If you go to a shop, And buy something and use it even small and send it back. The value goes down. Slightly lose, greatly reduce. Never allow them to slightly lose you. So your value will be greatly reduced. That's why they call Boni Wagu. Oh, prophet. So she said to him, no, indeed, this evil of sending me away is worse than the, the other day. So he, let's go to the next verse. Oh, this boy. Then he called a servant who attended to him and said, here, put this woman out, away from me, and bolt the door behind me. Wow. Now she had a robe of many colors. Oh, for the king's virgins' daughters wore such apparel. And the servant put her out and bolted the door before, behind her. Oh. Then Tamar put ashes on her head and tore her rope of many colours that was on her. And laid her hand on her head. And went away crying what? Bitterly. And Absalom, her brother, you know Absalom. That is the same manner. And Absalom, her brother, said to her, has Amnon, your brother, been with you? <laughs> but now hold your peace, my sister. He is your brother. Do not take this thing to heart. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother's absolute Asalon's house. Continue. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very word, angry. But David had a problem like his his son. Sometimes if you're that problem, you can't correct your children. His inaction led to the death of that boy. As a father, you can be angry, but you must take steps. He was angry, but didn't do anything then let, let's continue and see. another one spoke to his brother and neither good nor bad that's why it's no good ha! some people it's exactly like how cain and abel cain didn't if cain had said are you you able if i get you you see like don't he won't go on he just spoke to him and this guy he said i am not going to say anything oh, how are you There are some people who, when they are quiet, be careful. You don't know what is going into his head? So let's look at it. And Absalom spoke his, to his brother Amnon, neither good number, for Absalom hated Ammon because he had fought his sister Tamar. But Ammon didn't know that he hated it. And it came to pass after two full years that Absalom, two years, the thing is still in the guy this time it has grown you cannot keep set a thing in your heart for two years and not act. Then Absalom had bearers in Balhazor, which is near Ephraim so Absalom invited all the king's sons then Absalom came to the king and said kindly note your servant has sheepberries please let the king and the servant go with your servant. But the king said to Absalom, no, my son, let us not go now, lest we be a burden to you. Then he urged him, but he will not go, and he blessed him. Then Absalom said, if not, please let my brother Amnon go with us. (laughs) And the king said to him, why should he go with you? So all of you, the guy, you see, the king knows that why is it that this, this boy <laughs> want to do this? I don't know whether if David himself, if he had gone, he would have also suffered the same fate. He said, say, you daddy, this thing has happened, you kept quiet. Two of you are killed. But David was smart and <laughs> said, I will go. He said, let your son come. And said, oh. said, oh, why do you want your brother to go come? Okay, let's see. But I'll say long what? Ask him. He put pressure on his father. So he let Ammon and all the king's sons go with him. So it means that David has some kind of... Uh, yes, he knew something was wrong. That is why he asked, why do you want to go with your brother? Or if somebody, somebody wants to invite his brother, why should a father ask why do you want to go? It means that one. Uh, <laughs> and when I say to you, "Strike Anon, then kill him. Do not be afraid. Have I not commanded you? Be courageous and what valiant. That is how offenses can move until it ended into hatred. and when it enters into hatred, it enters into death uh, murder. Jesus said that anybody who hates his brother without a cause is like a murderer. Because those things can lead to murder. If you nurse them, it's very easy to kill. So the uh, servants of Absalom did to Ammon as Absalom had commanded then all the king's sons arose and each one got on his mood and fled. And it came to pass while they were all on the way that news came to David saying Absalom has killed all the king's sons and not one of them is left. See, journalists. <laughs> you should cross-check everything before you act. Some of the news that comes to you might be half-truth. Don't just swallow every thing people tell you. Do your own investigation. The person said all the king's sons have been killed. Was that the truth? It's only armor. Then look at it. This could have killed the king. So the king arose and tore his garment and lay on the ground. (laughs) All his servants stood by by with their clothes torn. Then Jonadab, the son of Shemem, David's brother, answered and said, let not my Lord suppose they have killed all the young men. The king's sons for only Ammon is dead. The one that brought the news embellished it. Most Multiple reporters they make it in such a way before you realize you have you would have acted wrongly yeah. this is an advice to those in authority when you are there there are some people who like giving news so that they can gain your favor yeah. when they come small thing they will do and talk talk talk, talk and act and pray something For you to hate the wrong, the right people that will help you on your way. Don't just become angry when somebody comes to tell you something and don't just act. Do proper investigation. Be sure what is said is right. These days, even the uh, uh, WhatsApp pictures, I don't believe all. You can do Photoshopping. They can put your head on somebody's head yeah. and give you a cutlass. And the prophet cutting congregation members. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the man doesn't even have a cutlass in his house. So don't always believe anything that counts. Cross-check it. If uh, somebody come and tell oh, this one has done this, one have done this. Please don't just jump to conclusions and judge the person without hearing from him. Yeah. Yeah. I did a few days ago, somebody told me somebody was dead. For America. I said, I am in Africa here. This guy, if he's dead. It wouldn't take 30 seconds for Ghana to hear. Sure. So he's going through. I said, ah, I've heard the man's death. This is the second time or third time. was to somebody said, hey they said this is how happened to you. your general overseer I said where I heard the news from outside he said we well, heard that your general overseer is dead I said who told you I'm dead from his house <laughs> why should why should why should if you don't take time you will believe lies yeah. and base your emotions on lies and that was what they wanted david david was lying down because he's lost to the to him he's lost all his children there's no one to inherit him again god had now lied because he said the kingdom of david will continue now the, those who must continue they are dead They will destroy all your faith. So when somebody comes to report anything, keep your cool. Do proper. Oh, this guy has chopped money. Don't believe everything. Did you see the money? This see chopping the money. Don't just believe it. Sometimes people can hate some people and create stories. Yes. I hope... Um, yeah. David, <laughs> I thank God in every house there are some people that can tell you the truth. While well, everybody has torn his clothes and was mourning with David and was saying, this is what David If in case David had something, he would have killed everybody around. Somebody whose screws are right said, keep cool. He went and investigated to see whether the thing is true. When they got the truth, he said, look, David, not all of them are dead. Yeah. It is only Amon, which you refuse to punish. I hope I'm saying something I hope I'm saying something good. So these two people it happened and they killed their brothers. It was on the very day they did the offense that they killed them. That offense, they brooded over it, they slept and they the more you think about something, the. How many of you have been insulted before? You've been insulted by somebody you don't think he doesn't fit to insult you. You know, there are some people when they insult you, understand. But there are some when they insult you, say, This guy doesn't fit to insult me. But the moment he insults you, sometimes you, you, you take it light. But when you go and sit down, you take a light. <laughs> when you sit down the guy says something stupid to you listen uh, you, you, you tell this guy he doesn't fit in you just look at it as a uh, uh as, as that, you don't have to think about it. This, this this is the question he doesn't it even i will be i don't have time to think about but when you sit down i said and and it plays back <laughs> then you look at the person who said it and imagine him as. I, I hope some of you have gone through that before yeah that, that, that is that is life so never allow the sun to go down settle everything and you will be happy in yourself sometimes you the one who offended you are the one who is going through it the one who offended sometimes they are moving around freely amen See, amen when you get offended the first thing that happens is that you become angry, you become bitter, like how they did. But never don't, if you are angry, don't sin. Tell somebody else that you are angry, don't sin. Don't also allow your anger or your offense to prolong. When it prolongs, it will create sin, it will create something bad don't also give the devil word please if you allow it i wish any time every day before you sleep you should able to settle everything before you sleep don't take anything to the next day if it is within your power settle all things with yourself before you go to bed Prophet, it's not easy. I know it's not easy. I know some people are very difficult to deal with. It's not very easy. As you get offended, if you don't take time, you then begin to develop unforgiving spirit. Like am like like, like, like uh, uh no no like Cain and Absalom. And if you don't take time, you become unpredictable. Silent, you become very silent. The person, you know, when somebody offends you, you don't want to talk too much with the person. Yeah. Some people can make it glad that look you offended me. I won't talk. But some to, the internalize the whole thing and keep it. Some, if we talk, what, what will we eat? Should I cook for food? Then you know there's something wrong. <laughs> Quickly find out what is wrong. And certainly. Today, how are things? Good. You know the person talk a lot. When you meet, he chat, 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 and then a the time comes, you talk. Oh, okay, today, why are you silent? Nothing. Be careful, there's something wrong. <laughs> He said, where did you go? Somewhere. (laughs) Have you eaten today? No. No. So, when will we go to the place we say we'll go? I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) They know there's something wrong. Oh, you're not getting me. <laughs>
1: there's, you know there's
0: something wrong. <laughs> then when it happens, if you don't work with it, evil plot is going to come. You begin to plot evil. You begin to plan evil. And that is where it ends up in certain great way. But uh, how does Bible want us to look at when people are fenced I like what Jesus said in Matthew 18, verse 15 and 17. He said, when you are dealing with offense, hate the offense, but love the offender. Like how God hates sin, but loves the sinner. What the person did, hate it. So I can help it. But love the person. Moreover, if your brother has sinned against you, go and tell him his fault. When somebody does something against you, you offended, don't go on broadcasting the thing to people. They are not the one that offended you. They are not the one that can solve the problem. The one that offended you, the first step you must take is to see the person and say, what you did, I don't like it. If you can't face the person, let it go. If you can't, then forgive and remove it. So we want somebody around. You can't solve a problem like that fill the person in humility as a christian not confronting him with uh, a machete honey sister the other day you know this afternoon the way you spoke to me i didn't like it he oh what did i say so when you said this, you know, some people, even jokes, it's not everybody you joke with. Some people have no limitation. It's your playmates that you joke with, not everybody. Sometimes some people can make even some, some jokes about tribes, but people are very sensitive. Comment about color. And people already have problem with the color so it's not everything every place you can just talk by heart yeah. <laughs> whoever you are talking with know the person and know which confinement what vocabulary that the person understands. Yeah. i hope i'm talking i'm um, i'm uh, um, That is how we can relate to each other. Go and meet the person. If you go and the person say, I don't understand, and you are not able to solve it, bring water. A second. Yes, sir. Let's look at it. Or oh, eight in the day. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. So you don't start spreading the news with the church. You don't start destroying the person without giving him a chance. The natural justice, give him the chance to explain himself but if he refuses even to hear the church let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector that is i come and see you you did this oh no, no, no i mean I bring, up, I bring the elders the, the whole church say oh what you've done is right. I don't care. It simply means that you don't have the spirit of Christ in you. Yeah. That person, you can't deal with him on Christian level. Well, He's on the level of unbeliever. You treat him like an unbeliever, but love him like a believer loving an unbeliever. Say, Prophet, this is very harsh. Before you get to that place, it means that you don't respect any, everybody in the church. You don't even respect the church. So this is how to deal with people's life. If they hear that I've done something against you, then you are go and hear from another person that this person said you did this. You also create an offense. Say, ah. If I've done this, why didn't you, the person come out? Sometimes you, even, you can talk with the person and you'll be talking with me you while you have something against you. You go and another person. It is wrong. I care, I care, I care. You must stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Confront the situation in the humility of your heart and in love and you'll be able to solve those problems. Then, as I hate the what? The offense, isn't it? And love what? Anytime you are dealing with such things and so of it, please seek to bring restoration, a right fellowship. That as I'm going to meet this person to talk about it, I want to restore, redemptive. You see, the, what Jesus did is redemptive when even somebody sin and we are dealing with the sin, we should have it in our mind that we want to redeem the person. Non-judgmental. I hope you are getting me. Yes, it Jesus and a woman who committed adultery. Two people committed adultery. They brought only the woman. Why was the man? Probably is the man who even. It was the woman. Oh, sorry, ma. They wanted to kill the woman. knew it is two people that enjoyed it. Two people went and ate food. I said, one have seen that eating. They said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery. With who? (laughs) If you caught the person, they should be two. In the very act. So it's not that, they said, we caught her in the very act. So where is the other one? (laughs) Oh, prophet. Now, Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? You see, they've already condemned the woman. They've given judgment. Then they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stood down and wrote on the ground with his finger. This is the second time God wrote on the wrote. I don't know what Jesus wrote, but I, I, I presume he was looking at them one by one, and On he write. Maybe there were coffee Mensah. If you are coffee Mensah you are not the one. I'm just giving an example. He wrote, "Coffee mensan. Yesterday night, you and this and that and that and this, and he will page it against the law." And you just write again. Was writing their names. When he write and you see yours, you go out. <laughs> when, when he write yours and you see your name, you go. When he finished, everybody's sin found out that all of them have broken the law. And the scripture said, if you break one of the law, you've broken all. It is not only the adultery. They are thieves. Some of them have stolen monies and they are standing. They wanted to stone that woman. So Jesus lifted his head and said, Woman, where are your accusers? <laughs> Jesus, they are all gone. Said, I wanted the one who don't have sin to take the first stone and through. But after writing all the sin, they saw that. They themselves were guilty. So they all went out. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, Where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? And she she said, no. No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. It doesn't mean that when you do and they forgive you, they they say forgiveness by grace. So you continue to annoy people. No, no, no. That's what he said. If You will create offense today and you are forgiven. Don't do the same thing the next day. So we need to do and deal with it like that. Briefly. Uh, As you deal with it, we must do it with the conduct as a Christian. We are Christians and don't deal with it like an unbeliever. We don't deal with people's offense like we are unbelievers. Before you deal with the I told you that you should verify and confirm whether that sin has even been done. Sometimes it's not a sin that is done. Somebody can, some people can speculate that somebody has said something about you, said something, and you become very angry. No, the person said nothing. Sometimes it's they who will bring the, the uh, uh, they will bring the the story. If we say one thing, they will go and quote you that you are the one who is saying ABCD. So don't just jump. The one who is telling you is the one who went with the story. Maybe the person just made a comment. Oh, if he did that, there is no good. Old. He said, Hey, Prophet says that you are a thief, you are this and that, you are that you are that. <laughs> so verify. Things before you act, don't just act based on hearsay. I hope you're getting me. And while you do it, let the scriptures guide us in making all this and in bringing this restoration. As the Bible says, that get somebody when you want to get somebody. If you talk to the person, he's not understanding you and there's a problem, you want to get some... If somebody has done something and you, you, you and the person have some problem, you want to solve it and you don't understand yourself and you want to bring somebody, bring somebody who is what? Upright. Some people, they will just say yes sir, to you because they like you. Eh? Somebody who can look at the thing objectively and tell you the story or else they won't be able to solve the problem and also don't bring (laughs) don't bring people who are struggling with the same problem if the person is struggling the same problem he cannot judge the case right If you found your husband, your wife having a boyfriend, and get and somebody come tell, your wife is flirting or your husband is flirting with somebody, then you go and see a friend who also have a girlfriend. <laughs> if you want to settle it. Huh? <laughs> Don't go and bring the person who is like you. <laughs> who is like the person. Who has the same problem and is struggle with the same problem if you sit down the person will turn their teeth away huh? oh oh you don't, you don't you don't agree with me you don't agree with me so you get on by yes people who do not feel inclined to one side some people have an inclination to a certain side of a story Normally, just call somebody who doesn't know anything about it. In fact, when you hear a story from somebody, I'm a pastor, sometimes people come and they break apart. When you listen, you want to judge with that, you'll hang the person. But after hearing the second person, and you cross examine things, you find out that, oh, Sometimes it's a person who creates the problem. It's just the reaction. Eh? But when they are telling their story, they will not talk about their side. Everybody will say, will give a good story and a good picture. Nobody gives that picture about himself. Yeah. Even if it's the problem. Huh? So don't just listen to one side and conclude. Get somebody who is unbiased, who will look at the whole thing, who will not say this is my friend, this is so that he can sit down and say Kwaku or Kwabena or Kofi, look, where you pass is not uh, is not the right one. You should do it like this. And also get when you're getting somebody, get somebody two of you respect. In fact, if one don't respect. You have a respectable person that both sides. I must. One of my church member, another person had it from another place. Yeah, prophet. I want to. I wanted to sit down and solve this problem myself and this and the other guy was from another church. I said, Do you know? I'm your pastor. Even if you're right, and I tell that you are right the guy would think because I'm your pastor I'm talking for you go and get and a pastor who is not their pastor who is not my pastor let him sit in it and give you I don't want to bring two of you because the way the case is if I say this this one will say this if I say that if only is against you that one I can say that But if it's against him, it will be very difficult. So we got a second pastor outside who sat in it. And they all agreed to what he said. Not that I can't solve the problem, but I'm emotionally attached to one. You tell me I'm much attached to you. Something happened to you, I would defend you. Sometimes I defend you before even asking the question. What happened? <laughs> that is natural. <laughs> the same thing when I'm talking to you, it could be husband, it could be wife, it could be business partners. There's always a problem between once you're human being, you'll have this. And you have to settle it situation and problem. Don't let it go too far until it gets to the court. It's been very expensive to go to court. So solve it before it gets to the court. Isn't it? Yes. Eh? Good. So I hope I've said something. Yes. I hope you've learned something. Yes. This is life. But I'd like us to just pray for five minutes. Some of us are hurt. Somebody hurt you last five years. You <laughs> are still carrying that hurt. Anytime you see the person something, we need to deal with it before it murder you or murder you it won't help you. Amen. Amen. I remember there was one time, some time, somebody thought I had problem with her. With I didn't know. In about four years, five years, the person thought I had a problem with her. He said there was one time she greeted me some way, the way she greeted me, she she didn't greet me uh, with respect, so I was offended. Me too, I don't even remember. <laughs> I said, he said then, since then, any time I see her, I don't look at her. And I was wondering, where we're going then. I think she was coming, then somebody called me outside at her 10. He said, It's because of me. <laughs> Satan can preach you messages. So. <laughs> then she told somebody, and the person told me, I said, Bring her. She came. I, said, I said, You I don't even remember you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I said, When? He said, Oh. Very, very long time, oh, have in power. I said, Oh. Power, and I'm keeping this you think if I'm keeping this I can I, I can pass this check to this time if I have to add your case for over 20 years in my heart how can I pass that discipline? already oh, the problem in the check there are plenty why should I come and carry loss like that I said please I have no idea. You've just suffered for 20 years for nothing. <laughs> just just be free. I can't be offended. If you call me Mr. Anon, if you call me Prophet Anon, if you call me Pastor Anon, what is title for? Who came with a title on F.A.? With a title, when I came, I came with the day I was born. Yao, <laughs> and those who are old, they call me Yao. When they call me Yao, I'm an old yard on I respond, yes. If we're two, all of us respond, yes. They then add the second one. So, if you get offended by just little thing. You will kill yourself. This world, there is so much stress that don't add some. Yeah. I'm telling you this so that you can live long and live younger. Yeah. Me, her. God is my witness. I have nobody. God is my witness. There's nobody's case in my head or in my heart. I can't carry it. This little man, how can he carry people's case on top? What at all will you do for me to carry it? If you say I'm a thief, I'll ask myself, am I a thief? If yes, I will repent. If no, the person's judgment is wrong. Continue with my life. <laughs> that is how life will really be <laughs> If I have the opportunity, I'll explain to you. So what did you say I was thief? You say, Oh, so, Pastor, I saw you 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 were putting your hand like this. I said, Oh, I was dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so just don't let things offend you. Some of you get easily offended. Even when they said when they are directing you. Or just say, come and sit here. <laughs> you have a specific place. You always sit. Do you know that we are all used to, when you sit at the place for a very long time, your, your body and your mind, it become territorial. The moment you come to church, that's the place you'll be looking for. If you get there and somebody is sitting there, I say somebody has evaded, eh? he has taken your space. Oh, Mrs. Anon. So, some of you, I can predict when you don't come to church. Because you are used to where you are sitting. One day I will let you change your place. Yes, just in place. I see how you behave at church. <laughs> last year, last week, where did we sit? Good. Closer to where you were. <laughs> last week, where did you sit? The gentleman. Yeah, I know I've been seeing you here all the time. <laughs> Some of you have registered your. <coughs> you are your seat with your stamp on it back. <coughs> so that, that is human beings. That is human being. So, ushers, when we are ushering them, and eat that's the place they are comfortable with, let them sit where they can be comfortable. There should be a compromise in life. The reason why you come is to make you happy to listen to the word. So if by just changing a seat, they are all the same seat made with the same material. But because it's a location, if there's a location they feel comfortable with, just help them with love so they can sit there and felt protected. <laughs> but sometimes the God wants to bless you somewhere. <laughs> sometimes when they asked you go and sit here, I remember somebody, they, they she told me they said, oh, there was a time she came and she wanted when somebody started the place and when they were they asked it was he didn't like it, they went and sat by some gentleman. That gentleman cried the way later the gentleman became their husband. You see <laughs> God was leading you. You've been praying. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying for a wife. Praying for a husband. Pray for a husband. The husband will go and sit here. You he also come and sit here all the time. I'm going to say, oh, move there. Move there. So this go uncomfortable I'm comfortable here. Then one day somebody came and sat there. The officer just took you out that corner there, and you sat by the gentleman. I said, oh, God, you realize it. Amen. amen so i wanted to pray briefly if anyone have pains, somebody have done something against you maybe your father your brother your sister your friend even my preaching anointed you just <laughs> work tell god god help me to forgive prophet i know we can't keep those things and move on and grow as Christians. Let us remove all bitterness from our heart. Where they poison our system. Yes. I want you to detoxify yourself. Tell Jesus to help you to forgive that person. It may be a family member, it may be your boss. Some of the bosses are so. They've done something against you so much that you can't forgive. Please forgive. It could not be your boss. It could be even your subordinate, which you want an opportunity to sack, not because it's not working well, but because he offended you. I want you to learn how to forgive that person. Maybe somebody took your money and insulted you on top. I didn't say leave that money. If it's an agreement, you will find a way to take your money, but don't be bitter. pray. Ask God to help you. To cleanse your heart. Whatever offenses that is in your heart. Somebody says something about you. You heard somebody have said something about you and you're very angry. You've kept the thing in your heart. Please forgive that person today. Somebody promised to marry you. And after you spent your money on the person, she went and married another person. Somebody promised to marry you. And after you put your heart in the person, the person disappointed you. Somebody's family didn't allow you to marry the girl. So you are angry with the whole family and the whole tribe. Learn how to Forgive. Learn how to forgive. Some political party created you to lose your job. You are busy against that party. Forgive them. Work in yourself. Somebody if you look at his face you don't like him ask God to help you. It might be your husband it might be your wife it might be your child who is done something who is trying to destroy your name and you are so bitter forgive and pray for that person to change from here might not have spoken that person before go back and speak to that person that i was hurt by what you did but i want us to come together and continue with our lives heavenly father your word says when you taught us the lost prayer he said when we got to a place he said forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, Lord. We release people from our heart. Every bitterness, help us to take it away. That we will love with pure heart, that we will walk forward with pure heart. Lord, after doing this, I release a miracle in the life of each one here. That Lord, the heavens are open. That every need that is here, every request in this room, I pray in the name of Jesus. This is an atmosphere of miracles, an atmosphere to receive. Someone will receive his miracle today because of what he's done. Let the doors of heaven be open, the windows of heaven be open, and let your blessing be poured upon your children in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We have come with all